Welcome everybody to the 57th episode of the West Coast Preps podcast, the Francisco Rodriguez edition, the World Series champion. I know he beat Greg San Francisco Giants, what, 19 years ago, something like that, when they beat the Barry Bonds and the Giants in that World Series. Back when I think the Giants stadium was named Pac Bell Park, I want to say. But I am Chris Jackson, joined here by Gregory Moreland soon. He is live from a remote location. We will not release details of where this individual is, but you can tell he's in a forest somewhere. I don't even want to do this podcast anymore. Why, why do you do this to me? Every time. Every time. I don't get it. There's no need. You bring up bad memories. Yeah, These also, high school kids that are listening to the podcast weren't even alive for that World Series. There's no reason. I got to bring it up for you. That's the difference. They make me cry. It, yeah, the Warriors also lost both games over the weekend. Yeah. Steph got sick. Draymond got ejected. Yeah, that, that Rest Dray- terrible. yeah, that Draymond thing was not good. No, no, it was not good at all. That that wasn't a good look. That That's not how you're a leader right there. That, no. And no. I love Draymond a lot of the time, but those situations really just irk me sometimes, too, especially when you can't afford to lose those games. You, you really ruined my day, though. Honestly. Oh, whatever. I ruin all of your days. What's the difference anymore? You should be used to it. This is asinine, honestly. Just straight asinine. Asinine? Yeah. We had some big news on Friday, though. If you want to actually get into – I don't want to talk to you, you know, regularly. Anyway. So, let's get into some news and oh. what this talk Yeah, Greg's having a bad day, but you know what was a great day? Friday was a great day. The news many across the state of California – we're longing for, we're waiting for since pretty much sports got canceled for the remainder of last year there in early mid-March. I know sports had originally been pushed back in California. We got that news in late July that everything will be pushed back to the spring. Things kept getting pushed back just with state closures, the pandemic really rocking the state. But now California on Friday, new guidelines just allowed for the return of outdoor high-contact sports. Be sure to take out, check out that breaking news story along with reactions with, from some local players and coaches at westcoastpreps.com. I know Brandon football coach Stephen Johnson was quoted in there saying his inner child was elated that night before we were at their practice. He was telling the team he was expecting good news on the horizon. It came out. It turned out to be true. It was. You got that news we waited for. Now these how outdoor high contact sports are back. They can start playing in California beginning this Friday, February twenty sixth. If those counties are in the purple or red tiers. Yeah, and we we heard about the rumors. You know, we might hear some good news on that last Friday. Uh, right, everyone was kind of wondering what was going to happen. What was the news that was going to come out? Waiting for Gavin Newsom to make a decision and the state of California make decisions and. It was finally a decision that the high school sports student-athletes, parents, that everyone started to like. We finally got some good news out of the governor's office and said outdoor high-contact sports start playing in California beginning this Friday, February 26th. Like he said, if those counties are in the purple or red tiers. So exciting news. We finally are going to get some high-contact sports back. We already mentioned a little bit the likes of cross-country. Swimming and diving, golf are already returning this week, and we'll get into that a little bit more later um, as Chris and I will start to go to some of those events here starting next week, or starting this week, I should say. But it's finally some exciting news, and it's what we've been waiting for, you and I, since July 30th, since we launched this thing. 
Yes, we have another back. I know we've had travel football. We've gone to Los Angeles. I think we went down there five or six weekends in a row. Now we have sports. Not only they're coming up soon, but we also have got sports now in Northern California, right in our own backyard. Now you can see sports like baseball, cheerleading, and softball. They can compete. They're out, outdoor sports, but they can compete without weekly testing. Now, if you're in sports like football, rugby, water polo, with the amount of contact you have, it's going to be hard to require masks in those sports, right? Especially when you're inside the swimming pool playing water polo. It's going to be hard to kind of swim with a mask on. you got to go undergo that. You're going to have to go that weekly COVID-19 testing. Gavin Newsom also said last week that that testing will be free and available to everyone to be able to make this kind of stuff happen. And also the thing with this, so too, for these outdoor high contact sports like football, the case rate needs to be below 14 per 100,000 people. Now, most Bay Area counties are already there. 27 in California's 58 counties are there, and all of Bay Area counties except for a couple are there. San Francisco right now is at 7.9 per 100,000. Marin's at 8.8. San Mateo, 9.1. Santa Clara, 10.1. Napa, 10.7. Alameda, 12.4. Sonoma, 13.9. Don't forget, we record this podcast on Mondays. The state updates these numbers every single Tuesday, so be sure to check out that link on Tuesday. We'll also share the link and all of that stuff, these new numbers, every Tuesday when they're released, so you guys all of you kind of know when sports are there. Sonoma, though, extremely close to that 13.9 level. I know I've talked to some coaches out there. They were like, wow, this, our number's really, really close. Hopefully, once this next week comes about, that number keeps dropping. And we're seeing in the state numbers have really dropped over the last two, three weeks. In the Bay Area counties, though, they can't right now. Contra Costa County is at 15.3 per 100,000. And Solano County is not a good number as well. And they are not really close to that. 14 per 100,000 threshold right now. They are not, but like you said, we've seen the numbers start to go down here in the last two to three weeks. So we are very hopeful that they will get back down to that 14 per 100,000 fairly soon as Solano County also wants to get back on the field. One thing that this does not do, it does not impact indoor sports though. So the lettuce play movement is not yet over. Uh, perhaps outdoor basketball could be played under these guidelines if that's what it comes to. But you need to be in the yellow or orange tiers when it comes to playing indoor sports. So there are still lettuce play movements happening with basketball, volleyball, men's and women's for both sports. So there is a lot of work still being done. And those kids do not want to be left behind in the lettuce play movement as there's still work to be done in terms of trying to get them onto the field. So let's get those numbers even more down so we can get to those yellow orange tiers or work towards getting those people back on the court. Definitely. And you, Greg, also on Monday evening had a Zoom. He was on a Zoom call with about 35, 40, 45, a very high number of basketball coaches throughout the Bay Area, some from other parts of California, just going through the lettuce play movement. We'll have that interview posted here soon. And the story about what they talked about will be on westcoastpreps.com soon as well. So stay tuned for that. Some of our future podcasts, Greg can also kind of take us through that conversation, what unfolded, what coaches said, and how they expect to get a sport like basketball, indoor sport with as much contact as it does indoors back to being played safely. Because the last time basketball played was about a little later than this time last year, almost a year ago when it got canceled just before the state championships were about to unfold. But also attendance, we'll get into that right now with these new guidelines Attendance works as though only those in the immediate household of those respective student athletes can currently attend events, which means 
it's not going to be filled, right? You can't just have student sections or all the bands like you're used to seeing at football games on Friday nights. You've got to wear a mask and you also must socially distance. Interested to see how many schools might live stream their games on YouTube. I know a lot of schools in other states where they had limited attendance in the South or just a lot of states that finished up Utah. Saw a lot of schools just went on their YouTube page, put a camera there, just kind of live stream that for grandparents and friends and people who could not make it. And we're interested to see how many California schools are going to kind of implement that this year, especially for those that can't go. And we'll definitely be able to provide all of you guys with as much coverage as possible on our social media page, West Coast Preps underscore our personal Twitter accounts as well. We'll have plenty of that at westcoastpreps.com. And then schools can only compete against teams from their county or the bordering county. So, for example, if you're Alameda County, let's say, you can only face Alameda County schools or a bordering county like a Contra Costa, et cetera. Yeah, and go back to what you said about not, fans not being there. While it is unfortunate that fans cannot be there, it is nice that these kids are going to get back on the field. Like you said, maybe some schools will be able to live stream it. It's not going to be the same sort of atmosphere, but the kids are going to get the film that they need. Parents are going to get to see their kids back on the field. Like you said, immediate households of the student athletes can attend events. Like you said, also must wear masks and socially distance, but at least we are back on the field and we're right on the back, back on the right track, I should say, of getting there. Um, going back to what you said, CIF also put an appeal today to place volleyball into a less restrictive tier, the orange tier. Um, so we're going to see what happens with that. Like we said, there's still sports not yet able to play. And then let's say a certain sport like basketball isn't played. That also means those student athletes can transfer to any school of their choosing next season without any restrictions on their eligibility. And there's also some big news out of San Diego where a judge in San Diego granted a temporary restraining order request that allows a high school and youth sports to resume under the same guidelines that collegiate and professional sports adhere to in that certain county. So some more news coming out of San Diego in terms of the Let Us Play movement. More sports are going to be able to play there, it sounds like. <clears throat> but getting doing this because, well, there are sports already starting to get played. We saw one of the first matches in California. There was a golfing coming on westcoastpreps.com. However, a look at what we are going to be doing on California Interscholastic Federation sanctioned events. Swimming is something we will be covering as Chris will be attending De La Salle versus Monta Vista meet on Wednesday at De La Salle. So stay tuned for photos and coverage of that at westcoastpreps.com. And then I will also be attending a cross-country meet um, at the WCAL cross-country meet in Half Moon Bay on Saturday. So we have a lot of stuff coming in. Like we said, there are sports already being played. So West Coast Preps is on the come up to go see those athletes perform. Yes, so be sure to stay tuned for our stories for there. And if you're interested in West Coast Preps covering an event, because I know schedules have definitely fluctuated so many times. I know you, everyone had the original fall schedules and then the original winter spring schedules, but when things get pushed back again, I know things have changed with websites. Everyone's so busy, you're not able to have, update your schedules everywhere on the NCS websites, Scorebook Live, Max Preps, whatever it is. So just let us know when your events are. If you want us to cover them, let us know. Contact us at team at westcoastpreps.com. Message us on our social media pages at westcoastpreps underscore. You can also hit up one of our personal social medias. In our website, go to our contact page and all of our contact information is there as well. So if you want us to cover something, 
just let us know. We'll be more than happy to somehow make that work. And if we can't, send us your results as well. We'd love to put your results on the website. So again, email your results, your box scores, whatever it is, the team at westcoastpreps.com. And then we'll put that up on our website every single night going forward. And I'll speak for myself. I know I'm very excited to go out and see some live sports. Obviously, it's been a long time. You haven't been able to go to any games here for about a year, like you said. So I'm excited to go see some live sports. And we saw some in L.A., I'm excited to go see some of these golfers, some of the swimming and diving and cross-country needs to start to happen. Um, it's an exciting time here in California now. We're finally getting back to somewhat of normalcy here. Yeah, things are definitely trending in the right direction. I know we've had outdoor dining back for a little bit, starting to feel better, but maybe soon get indoor dining back and getting that feel. Movie theaters getting back. I know Greg's big into the movie theater scene. I've gotten big into that now recently. I just missed that movie theater popcorn. But the most important thing, of course, is sports are coming back for the kids. Some school districts and schools are allowing kids to go back to school. going to be a different atmosphere, of course, with masks, social distancing. But it's just great for these younger generations and everybody to get that human interaction again. It might be different, but it's a step in the right direction back to normalcy. And we know how important sports are. We've talked about how important sports have been in our lives. Of course, we've de devoted and dedicated our lives to working in sports with West Coast Preps. For a lot of kids, it's such a great thing for them. Not only is Sure, you might say it's just a game, but for a lot, it's a lot more than just a game for those two, two and a half hours, once or twice a week. You're learning a lot of life lessons. You're getting great mentors, coaches, great teammates, bonds for life. You're learning leadership skills, work ethic, discipline, obviously being on time, which means being early. When they say three o'clock, you better be there by 2.45 and ready. But a great thing for kids to be able to have sports and have be able to compete again. So we're very excited to be able to bring all of you guys coverage. And then some great news as well that was just released on Twitter. From those of you that know the Routes versus Coverage Showcase, the RBC, a fantastic event the first time we ran out there in the Bay Area in November on that Saturday, November 7th. The second one is finally here, March 7th. The date has been announced. It's going to be a heck of a time. I know we're very excited for the second RBC to unfold because that first one, I know we had that competition under those lights for that tournament, that championship game. There were some ballers, and I know there's a big list, big list of great athletes coming in this time, so we're very excited for coverage, a recap, takeaways, features on the student-athletes, videos, highlights, millions of photos and headshots that are going to unfold from that entire day. Yeah, RVC1 was hype. It was exciting. It was fun. One of the best events that we attended – um, in our short seven months that we've been around covering high school sports. That one was fun. I'm excited for the second one. It's going to be big time. It's going to be huge. Like you said, a lot of big time athletes are on the way to that one as well. So it's going to be fun. The RVC tournament, RVC showcase, that seven on seven tournament at the end was lively. I expect the same thing going to happen in RVC too as well. So I'm excited for that one for sure. Yes, I am. And then before we wrap this podcast up, our last segment, some recruiting news. I know there's been a ton coming out of the Bay Area recently. Now you're seeing a lot of class of 2022 stuff coming around, a lot of offers, some commitments from that class, and you're also getting a lot of junior college commitments now after signing day just unfolded a couple of weeks ago. Now you're getting a lot of our local junior colleges are getting flood, just absolutely flooded with unbelievable Bay Area talent. It's a different year than usual with recruiting, but you're seeing these schools are just locked and loaded for these upcoming seasons. One commitment out of Bellarmine. They just had a baseball commitment a couple weeks ago. Now senior lefty William Gnibis 
committed to the University of Portland, appeared in three games, obviously a shortened season last year, allowed two hits. University of Portland had a great start to its baseball season the past few years, hovered around 500, couldn't quite get over the hump in some of those years. But before that season was called off last year, they went 12-4, and four, really were hot. And you're also seeing a football commitment to Fresno State. We've mentioned them on our podcast before, right? Jay Kaner, yeah. Ron Rivers, all of these Bay Area, East Bay guys dominating there. Well, their 2022 football class is getting a lot of Northern California student-athletes as well. They understand the importance of regional recruiting more than most schools you'll see in America. We've talked about how important it is to really hit your home turf. And that's how you're going to win a lot of battles and win a lot of games hitting your home turf. They've done that. It's paying off. Their latest commitment in the 2022 class was Benicia Jr. defensive lineman Miles Bailey. 2019 as a sophomore, 30 tackles, seven tackles for loss, four sacks. I saw him at the opening there in Vacaville on November 14th. Absolute stud. His measurements were really, really good. Rated as one of the top players at the opening. And last season at Benicia, 110 games, North Coast Section Division Three semifinalists. And their commitments from that 2022 class. All Northern California so far from all four. Because you've got Miles Bailey. You've also got Jesse Bethel, athlete Simeon Harris. Who had eight interceptions last season. Just think about how ridiculous that is at any level. Then you've got Lincoln Stockton's athlete Jamarion Briggs and you've also got St. Mary's Stockton defensive end Jason Jacks. Yeah the Fresno State always you know for whatever reason NorCal loves Fresno State always seems to have a, a great home there. I'm gonna give a shout out to one of my favorite restaurants the Dog House which is right there as well. Yeah. I know Chris loves it as well. Great Fried fried sandwich. Sandwich. Oh my goodness. So good but can't go wrong with Fresno State like you said their 2022 class is a good one with a lot of Bay Area kids coming up and NorCal kids going to Fresno State in 2022. But we also had Darian Christian senior athlete George Davison committed to Mayville State, an NAIA school in North Dakota, who was a star performer at the first ever RBC showcase in November. His other offers were Carthage, Culver Stockton, and Puget Sound, but he picked Mayville State out of his four offers. There, his 2019 stats, 37 solo tackles, seven uh, fumble recoveries, two forced fumbles. Um, and then, like you said earlier, we had many JUCO commitments. City of College of San Francisco had James Logan Sr., Jeremy Jones, College Park Sr., offensive lineman Colton Bonington, who was a two-team or two-time first-team all-league selection. Ensignal Sr., receiver, Kair Stewart, led Ensignal in receiving in 2019 and helped Ensignal to the North Coast Section Division Five championship game. And then Rancho Cataji senior lineman Max Jones, who won NCS and Northern California titles as a junior, all are going to the City College of San Francisco. Yeah, they're really stacking up. CCSF has had some amazing players come out of there that ended up doing great at the Division One level and, of course, many other levels. They've also had some running backs in recent years that led California in rushing. They had a few years in a row. They went back-to-back as California rushing leaders. And then Foothill College. I know Brandon Younger, we know him well. Grandmother will lead a Foothill College assistant there. He's from the city of Oakland. He's really made it a point to hit his hometown hard. He knows how much talent's in the city of Oakland. He just got a couple of Skyline players over these past few days to commit to Foothill College, a program that had a fantastic season in 2019. They got linebacker and defensive end to Marion Jones, and they also got safety Julian Jackson. He was a great performer at RBC. 
There's a story on him at westcoastpreps.com, a varsity captain, quiet kid, a leader by example, great work at the great attitude and all city selection as well. Then the College of San Mateo, obviously a great program there for years upon years upon years. You had Menlo Atherton senior lineman David Salunga committed there. He won a league title as a junior. Then De Anza College, Piedmont Hill senior defensive end and linebacker Richard Gallardo, 45 tackles, four tackles for losses junior year. You've got a great line coach and Nate Tia up there at De Anza College. And David Salunga going to College of San Mateo. A loaded coaching staff. You've got Dovenbergs, you've got Jason Hardy, and just many, many coaches, junior college coaches in the Bay Area that are elite and are really helping many, many talented student athletes, not only succeed in junior college, but succeed well after that, too. Indeed. And so big time, big time for junior colleges this weekend, like you said, like all those kids got those great opportunities. Junior college is not a bad way to go. They're going to get some time to develop even more and maybe continue their college careers after the junior college route as well. But some more big news in the recruiting world. Jerron Leitz has reopened his recruitment. Uh, the Vacaville Christian senior athlete was committed to Western Oregon before decommitting. His other offers before he committed was Georgia Knights Prep Academy, Laverne, Lawrence Tech, Pacific, UC Davis, Valley City State, and also Whittier. Big time news for Jerron Leitz. And 2019 stats, he missed a couple of games, so they're a little lower. But 395 receiving yards, 40 tackles, and Vacaville Christian won seven games and was a sack Joaquin section semifinalist after winning one game just the year prior. So Jerron Lee's a big-time athlete, great leader, great great person all around. Uh, Jerron Lee's has reopened his recruitment. Yes, he has. It's going to be interesting to see who lands him, what Jerron Lee's decides to do. He's got offers from all across the board. So what we're going to see where Jerron does eventually end up to take his talents to play collegiate football, but a heck of an athlete. You see him just in practice, you know that he's destined for the next level. I know he played some seven-on-seven football over the weekend. A lot of great highlights of him and what he did. He had a spectacular catch that really blew up there over the weekend. So going to be fun to see where he goes. And obviously a high-character kid who's a great leader and a lot of people look up to everybody you'll talk to was just absolutely going to rave about Jerron Leaks and some offers from across the Bay area. Before we wrap this up, you had Cardinal Newman boys basketball senior Hayden Johnson was offered by Pacific. You had San Ramon Valley junior lineman Jackson Brown was offered by San Jose state joins an offer that he has from Colorado. He's got some strong family ties in football. His father was an all American at the university of Pittsburgh and played in multiple super bowls before tragically passing away in 2010. I actually just spoke with Jackson Brown on Sunday, so stay tuned for a story soon about him at westcoastpreps.com. Fantastic kid, fantastic student athlete. He's doing big things at San Ramon Valley. That's 2022 class. I know Tanner Salisbury moved now down to, from NorCal to modern day to, he's got some more offers, but that's 2022 class at San Ramon Valley. He's really, really talented. You think about it, Jack Quigley, that quarterback, as a William and Mary offer, we just featured him on the website recently. You've got Jackson Brown and so many other Santa Monica Valley's season this year and their future is very bright. I know they were very excited for that news that just came out on Friday. Then you've got Sarah junior athlete Hassan Mahassan received offers from Boise state and San Diego state. His offer list includes Arizona state, Colorado, Colorado state, Florida Atlantic, New Mexico, San Jose state, 
Utah State his sophomore year, 434 rushing yards, 292 receiving yards. Sarah was a runner-up in the state championship game, lost by just one possession. And then also out of the WCAL, Valley Christian senior lineman William Wright was offered by Puget Sound. He's also got Carthage, Laverne, Luther, Pacific, and Whittier as his other offers. And the last one we've seen offered so far before we taped this podcast on Monday was Bishop O'Dowd, senior kicker, Gabriel Placencia. We featured him at westcoastpreps.com, one of the top kickers in America. He just got some more offers from Iowa Wesleyan and Adams State. Yeah, big time offers coming through for all of these kids. Like you said, Jackson Brown, San Jose State, also with Colorado. San Ramon Valley is destined for big things over the next couple of years. They have a great class of kids coming through right now. Hassan Mahassan, what more can we say about him? Just a pure athlete. Read his story on westcoastpreps.com as well. Big time offer list as well. So we'll see what he's got a big decision to make as his offer list is growing bigger and bigger by the day, it seems like. And then Valley Christian senior lineman William Wright got his offer by Puget Sound. Another big offer list and another great athlete and a great player out of the WCL. They're loaded out there. And the Bishop of Dad, like you said, one of the best kickers in America, um, ready to see him perform and get on the field as well, um, as I'm sure his offer list will continue to grow and grow. Yes, it will. And then, Greg, before we wrap this up, now that sports are coming back, we've got events to cover. What's the thing you're most excited about? The thing I'm most excited about is to see these kids and their passion come out for sports. They've been cooped up, waiting to get back on the field for so long. They just want to be back on the field, and I'm ready to see the excitement and the passion that they're going to play with for however long they get to play for, whether it's four weeks, five weeks, six weeks. I'm ready to see these kids just show the passion of the sport that they love and the thing that they've been fighting to play for for the last 11 months now. Yes, it was very exciting. I know both of us were really juiced up Friday seeing that for the kids. It was great to see some of that travel football back in Southern California at the Winter Circle Athletics Champions League. You saw the smiles on so many kids' faces, just the competition to have something, that team camaraderie building, and now you've got it again with more sports coming back. We're very excited. There's nothing quite like just prep sports, high school sports, and seeing the reactions on kids, so when their dreams and just something like this comes true and becomes a reality, because a lot of kids waited for months. I'm sure some just were doubting whether this news would actually come, right, because it kept dragging on and on and on and on, and you wondered, are we actually going to get sports this year? Well, you know what? The, the long wait is over for so many. Sports are coming back. We're very stoked for it. So stay tuned for all of our coverage. We're going to be at some events this week and many more going forward. Follow all of our work at West Coast Preps underscore. Follow all of our interviews, highlights, everything else we post on our YouTube page. So subscribe to West Coast Preps on YouTube. And follow all of our work at westcoastpreps.com.